Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. On this episode of Bonus Tracks, I am joined by a band that is on this earth to have fun and play kick-ass punk rock music, hailing all the way from Oakland, California. This five-piece outfit is turning heads with their catchy hooks and contagious energy. They've just released their debut single and music video called All Right Already, which is available now on all streaming platforms. Please welcome Adventure Playground. Yo, hey, <laughs> what's up, thanks everybody? for having us. We're out here. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for thank you for being here. Uh, so tell me, tell me about All Right Already. All right, all right, all right, already. Let's just get over the part where I miss you. All right, all right, already. Let's just get to the part where I'm free. All right, baby. Sure you're driving me correct, correct, crazy. Sure your loving is correct, correct, crazy. And then how's it go? More than a little bit. More than a little My bit. My baby. My baby. So basically, you know, you're heartbroken, but you need to move. You need to party. You need to be free. Yep. That was Noah describing some of the lyrics of the song. And that's what it's about. It's our first single as a band. So it's our debut debut release that we're super stoked about. Um, and yeah, you guys should all check it out. Embodied catharsis. Embodied yes. catharsis. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I like that. Yeah. There's two different kinds of sides to that song as well. There's the party atmosphere of it and the vibe of it. And then also the lyrics kind of take you through the whole course of a relationship, starting with like, fuck me on the floor right now. And then through trying to get over them and um, and live outside of that situation. Yep. And we tried to embody all of that in the music video that we made for the song, which is on YouTube. Yeah. Check the music video out. All right. Already Adventure Playground. It's I love it personally. <laughs> So if if I was putting together a playlist centered around all right already, what what kind of vibe am I am I looking at there? Um, I would say you're you're tapping into uh, a deep a deep angst that you haven't processed from when you were fourteen. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think other other songs on that playlist would be loud. Um, other songs in that playlist would be vulnerable and other songs in that playlist would make you want to get up and uh, shake your body, both out of uh, desire and necessity. 
and probably from a record called Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. <laughs> Excellent. Is that a real record? That's a real record, yeah. Yeah, uh, it is. 182. Oh, okay. I should. <laughs> ben, that's a record you should listen to. You should cut Ben asking what that record is. Leave it in. I want to be vulnerable about that. <laughs> <laughs> So individually, like what time of day are are you guys most creative? Mm. Mm. I would say late afternoon, early evening. Um, I, I like to spend the morning, you know, getting some fresh air outside, moving moving around a little bit, and then I come after after some food, come through to the to the space and just get uh, get in it, you know, do a little bit of of technical you know, um, shine on the rails and, and get everything gleaming and then just jump in and, and throw that all away and just get in the mud and, and splatter, you know, that's, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, I think I actually don't even have a time where I feel like, I don't think it's a time, um, based thing for me. I think I'm happiest when I feel creative starting the day. Um, it often happens that like I'm playing music at night or like we have band practice at night but like i'd be happiest if i started the day and felt creative mm. yeah I, I i'd say there's oh sorry ben go ahead no go ahead um <clears throat> i'd say that it's kind of twofold for me i work in a creative field professionally as well as doing the band um i work in video and i think that for that stuff i'm most creative between like six and ten in the morning and I usually get like a full eight hour day done in those four hours. But for music, it's definitely in like the early to mid evening is when I start to really feel it. And when I have my biggest musical ideas. Mm. I was going to say, I don't think that I am creative. I think I'm a hack and <laughs> it's all numbers to me. It's it's when in the set, when money needs to be made. Yeah, that's when I <laughs> That's when I can produce. No, I see that for you too. Being a hacker. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Ben is the best. I'm a hack. We're all hacks. We're all, we're all hacks. We're no all creativity. Hackers. Hacks we're on hackers. tap, baby. I also, okay, I want to jump in and edit my answer and also our collective answer. I do think I, one of the things that I love about this group of individuals is that everyone kind of goes through life as a series of creative choices and that um, mm. it's kind of kind of a sham to be like, let's... Uh, put a little compartment around our our creative time i think mm-hmm. everybody's kind of going through being like it's just uh it's just improv the whole fucking time so, yeah, totally designing a day is an artful act mm. yeah ben's good at it mm. mm-hmm. i like that mm. so if if this uh zoom turned into a tiny desk concert type thing Ooh, uh where does no one prepared but we'd also be so happy <laughs> sorry go on <laughs> <laughs> so where does all right already fall in the set list well this has been a this has been a question we we we've loved in the past to open with it because of the total blast uh of a super soaker water gun of energy that it is mm-hmm. um but now realizing that uh it's our it's our debut single um that is the song that most people or that yeah people who aren't super close friends with us it's the only song that they've heard the recording of we we've thought more about um 
putting it later and maybe even last in the set list because often the first song uh is the song where the sound person and ourselves are all sort of adjusting to what it sounds like on stage mm -hmm. and especially if it was a tiny desk concert like that song is pretty high energy so we might need to like build up into it a little bit so we'd play some songs that are a little quieter maybe a little more down tempo and then work up that NPR crowd to like, you know, a frenzy by the time we get to all right already. And then they'll all be like taking their shirts off and moshing in like the NPR office, which is actually one of our goals as a band is to start a mosh pit inside the NPR offices. So we're working towards that. I I fully support that dream. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, I, Thanks, Craig. I would, I, we, we also don't have to use my, my sort of realistic, uh, answer to that question no i, I like it it was great leave it in people said the considerations of the working professional yeah <laughs> what advice uh would you guys give to the next generation of artists listen to our music <laughs> that's fair i mean i would um i would really think that we would rather receive that advice we kind of I see us as part of that next generation of artists we're really just starting to put stuff out there um I think that we'd be the most open to hearing that and just <laughs> my my advice for people younger would just be to keep your ears and eyes open amen mm -hmm. yeah we, we are just dropping new music but we're I'm also so old dude I'm like bald you know it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> and I would I would agree with Griffin and I would also say don't sweat the trends you know like if you're aligned with the trend great for you and also like just trust your own gut you know just make make stuff you want to make and that's, yeah that's the most important yeah follow your creativity wherever it takes you because like in this day and age like anything can lead to success you know and anything can be something that gets picked up and goes viral or whatever for any number of reasons and so if you're just out there creating things that you like and enjoy and you follow your your heart you know um, good things will happen. Yeah. Um, I just, I want to say kind of on, on that note, like, I think, I think for, for me personally, and I know for a lot of us, this is like making this music is sort of a return to the music that we were into when we first started playing our instruments. Yeah. And I think that it's easy when you're in your late teens and twenties to kind of start to alienate yourself from the music that you were into when you were like forming your sense of taste and i think my advice would be to like lean into those things even if you feel like they're not as present for you just because they're it's like the music that you were into when you were like 12 13 it's at is, your core is at your core and it's like the source of so much inspiration and so much original creative energy uh, that's hard to tap into when you're older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How much uh, personal experience was drawn on when you guys were writing All Right Already? So I think it was, um, it, for me, it came from uh, a bad mood, a sad mood. And then I was like, uh, Isaac and I were, Isaac was uh, playing the guitar part pretty s similar, if not like almost exactly the same to what it is in the song now. Yeah, it's so hard. Right. Um, and it all sort of came out in this like kind of feeling of like, 
oh my God, like I don't want to feel so upset and I want to feel fun. And I would love to be at a party and I have a lot of uh, desire to like really, really, really have fun. And it's uh, hard to get there. And so that was a very felt feeling for me, for sure. And I had just... um not even not even a breakup, but I did have like some kind of romance gone, uh, not the way that I would have loved it to have gone. And then so, you know, it's classic, you know, mom, I, I got to go party. <laughs> <laughs> like mom. Yeah, you got to ask for mom. You got to cry to mom and then you got to go party. I don't know. <laughs> which which I'll add is basically the way that all the songs get written. Yeah. It's, we're just Often. jamming and Noah's just telling the truth in form of improvised lyrics. and then. Um, it just happens to be stuff we we love. It's amazing. It happens to be catchy. Yeah. Melodic. Beautiful. <laughs> That's sweet. If there was one extra hour in the day, what would you do with it? I would spend it skiing or snowboarding. <laughs> what a good answer. I love that. Or I would spend half, I would spend 30 minutes skiing and snowboarding and then 30 minutes taking a sick drum solo at the, at the top of the mountain this is a ski mountain with a with a drum set at the top so that's so sick that's what i would do be so sick. what about you guys i would probably uh plan what to do for the next day <laughs> plan yeah no would plan more i would ski isaac um i want to give like a creative answer but i would probably just end up like practicing <laughs> practice more yeah yeah, but I want to be more fun than that, but not. I feel like I feel like I would make coffee and then anxiously sit in my room thinking about all the ways I could spend that hour. No, you would, fifteen minutes were left, and then I would go and make more coffee. You would go on like ten different walks with ten different people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> or call like ten friends. Yeah. <laughs> what about Bye, you, Griffin? I would probably. I'm gonna sound old as shit right now. Um, I would probably spend that time golfing or <laughs> hanging out with my beautiful wife. So, <laughs> shout it. out, Annika. I love it, truly. OG shout fan. out, Annika. What about you, Greg? Um, this is my extra hour in the day. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're honored. <laughs> we appreciate you spending it with us. So tell me about uh, the moment for each of you that you decided that you wanted to pursue music. Oof. Have we all decided that? Ha- yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like. I mean, end question. Go for it, John. Yeah, it's a, it's an ever evolving question, and like never in my life since I started playing music at age eight did I really think I wouldn't ever not be playing music like I knew it would always be in my life and over the past two and a half decades it's ebbed and flowed in different ways but it's always been there and so for me it's just a question of always trying to find time to be creative find time to play the drums sometimes I have a lot of time for it sometimes I have very little time for it but it's just always it's a foundational kind of pillar of who I am so it's always always going to be there Mm -hmm. I think for me it was um, really just in the same way that that John said, like, so I grew up in a really musical family. My mom's a flautist. My dad was a punk drummer. 
Um, my stepdad is a drummer and runs a music school and all sorts of stuff. Um, and it's just always kind of been there. It's not really something that I've ever really made a decision to pursue before this band, um, which that's a, a longer story, but it's just kind of been a part of life. Yeah, totally. I think, I mean, one of the, one of the interesting things about just, um, going through life as a musician is like truly we are individually all all creatives and and um musicians but like if you take a musician out of a community it's like what what does that even mean you know so like i think the fact that we landed together on this project shot us onto this trajectory of like taking this project really seriously and putting a lot of time and effort and love and care and um communal energy towards this common mm -hmm. goal mm -hmm. and I think that's like really a unique position compared to like you know I spend a lot of my time in music like professionally I'm I'm a music teacher and uh, engineer and you know whatever but like if I weren't in this band like would I be putting this same amount of energy towards like uh, my own music you know who's who's to say I think the 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 project itself is the thing that put us on that path in mm -hmm. in that way that you're you're potentially asking about mm. totally mm. i mean yeah the question itself like you know whether intended or not has like a like pursuing music could mean a lot of things but if there's a, there's a an implication that it's like as a way to make money i i feel like or, or as a living yeah or as yeah. a way to make sustain a living it, to, to sustain, sustain yourself yeah and i feel like here i am talking about money again uh, <laughs> uh, very money driven this guy Ben yeah. tell. <laughs> uh, but I feel like yeah in you know in the in the moment of late capitalism that we're in it's such a that's like part of every every creative person or any musician which is everybody is a creative person but that's part of everyone's journey to like figure out how like like there's an idea that like being a professional musician is such a like neat box that you can sort of check off you know you can major in music and then oh I'm a professional musician but of course that unlike many other <laughs> uh pursuits of making a living is like a really complicated one that can look so different for everyone and I feel like you know I'm definitely still figuring out to what capacity um that is the case for my life but yeah it's just a thing where it's like at this point, I'm in my life, I'm like, oh, yeah, I just want to be playing music all the time, uh, whether or not, you know, I'm it's it's bringing me income. Um, yeah. So I feel like that the real answer is since the first time I ever played an instrument. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is probably when I was mm -hmm. like six. Totally. Amen. So what do you want people to take away from All Right Already? I think I would love it if they took away having had danced and mm -hmm. having had uh, felt some kind of catharsis. And if there were, if they were at a party, if there was some kind of mosh pit of lovingness and um, those are some of the things I would love for them to take away. Yeah, I feel like unless you've just come from like, running 10 miles or something there's always some part of you that just 
wants to go buck wild at any given moment. Hmm. And I think, you know, having the permission to do that socially is like somewhat rare and both permission and encouragement and fuel. And I think, you know, if what our um, music can offer people is is an outlet for that and an opportunity to just go absolutely nuts with their friends and like just send it and like sweat and yell and, and jump around like, you know, what what a blessing that we can contribute that. And so that's a that's a big one. Totally. I it's funny you mentioned running because uh my friend before the before the single was out, but I had showed them the song, uh my friend Jalen was like, uh oh, I just went running the other day and I was wishing so much that I had could had the ability to listen to all right already. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Yeah, it's a good <laughs> running song. What I want people to get out of it is a, a healthy uh outlook towards structuring their life around exercise. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Griffin? Um, I would want people to take the jump, to take risks, to go do what they want in their soul, to feed into any of those impulses that they have. I would want people to just come away with a smile on their face and no regrets. Yeah, I'd say laugh, smile, and get really sweaty in the mosh pit. That's what the song is about to me. And full disclosure, uh, the first time that I listened to the track, I was actually on a treadmill. So there's that. Hell yeah. Did it work? Did it do the thing? It did. Oh, Fuck yeah. Perfect. That's all we want. Yeah, we're trying to get on all like the sort of Equinox Spotify playlists. <laughs> so good to know that that's, that's a good market. Yeah, Peloton. We just reached out to Peloton. Yeah, we've been spamming all like the, you know, workout classes and stuff. So nice. So tell me, ideally, uh, what what kind of film would you like to see All Right Already used in? Wow, what a fun question. I feel like uh, a, a Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, uh, mm. Step Brothers 2. Oh, mm. my God. A dream. A dream. Oh, my God. Just in the same place where uh, a, a Punk by Vampire Weekend is used in the first film. That's exactly where I want All Right Already used <laughs> in the second film. I hear that. For some reason, when you asked that question, what popped into my head was like a Clint Eastwood kind of Western vibe um, <laughs> and some like sort of horse chase scene. But that being said, there is a different song on our forthcoming record that fits perfectly that mold. And so also just to plug to check out a song, Oh Shelly, which is coming out on our record. In and a the ballad of Russell Rose and his trusty Steve. Yeah, the ballad, <laughs> AKA, O'Shelly. yeah, Oh Shelly. We call it Oh Shelly. Um, but yeah. Clint, some some Clint Eastwood staring someone down or chasing someone. I don't know. I could see that. Mm. Griffin, what about you, Mister? I, um, I would probably say, um, in a show like Skins, something that is just off the wall, and yeah. that's not usually incorporated like that, or in a movie like Green Room. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys uh, so much for taking time out of your day to talk to me a little bit about the new single and the new video. Uh, So tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can track you down on social media. Yeah, so we are at at AP The Band. That's at AP The Band on all social media uh, channels. Um, You can check out our music video on YouTube. All right, already. Our debut single is available on all streaming platforms. 
Um, so find us there. We have another single coming out in, in, a, in a few weeks and then a record coming out in a couple months. So follow us on YouTube, follow us on Spotify, and you'll get all those updates. And thank you, Greg. We yeah. appreciate you so much. Thanks yeah, for having us, so Greg. Fun. Thank you so much. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.